Hey, how's it going, everybody? It's Tyler again with another episode of Sports Talk with Tyler. And today's guest is my little brother. His name's Trace. I drove all the way up here to Gillette to see him, and he wanted to talk about the NBA. So, Trace, let's get right into this summer league or the draft, whatever, whichever one you want to talk about. Well, I want to start talking about Lonzo Ball. Because? Well, I think he's been standing out, you know. I mean, he got hurt in the championship game, but his buddy or his teammate, Kyle Kuzma, stepped up for 30 points, you know, had a good game, finals MVP. Lonzo Ball was MVP of this whole summer league. and He had a – I think he had a fantastic summer league debut. He had – two triple doubles I think and he had a 30 point game and his start though wasn't very good he had five points and I think <clears throat> that's all he I don't know he had five points what do you think about what do you think about him playing the shoe market like, like he's wearing all kinds of different shoes besides the big ballers you think that's you think that's like a come get me honestly, type of thing I think it's just kind of an attention getter yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I like I mean when he wore the the Kobe ADs <clears throat> and he said it was like kind of like a Mamba mentality thing. That's when he had them that 36 point game, I think. Yeah. He had a great game, but I'm not going to blame it on the shoes. I'm not going to say all oh, the big baller brand shoes suck cuz yeah, well, it's, it's never bad, about the, he had a bad game in them, so yeah, so what? It's never about the shoes though cuz he proved that. He was averaging uh, well over 10 assists or whatever per game and then 20, 20 points at least. And it's definitely not the shoes, but do you think that he's trying to rope these companies back in that said absolutely not? Like, no, we're not going to work with him because your dad's a psycho. <laughs> well, no, I don't think so. I just, I just think it was just kind of an attention getter and... I mean, I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. I switched shoes throughout. Yeah. Because uh, I bet, I bet he ends up signing with a shoe guy, uh, or a shoe company. Ev- I don't. Eventually, voice. Well, I don't think. With, signed with Big Baller Brand right now. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean that's his, that's his dad. I'm sure he's not. I'm sure he doesn't have like a legal obligation mm-hmm. to to sign with them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think. I think he will uh, have meetings with these shoe companies and obviously pick the better deal and then sign with them because his dad was talking about, oh, I want a co-brand. I want a billion dollars. And, you know, I don't think that's going to happen, I think. See, but you got to realize, though, he's also got two other sons coming up. Yeah. And they may <coughs> they may not like be as good as Lonzo say like people are saying Leangelo might may not even make it to the NBA which I think that's false I think he will yeah and honestly I don't know if he's gonna be good enough to have his own shoe brand so he'll have to stick with big baller brand or yeah and same you with, don't, you same don't with Melo. I don't it's all just a prediction but that's what my prediction is yeah and uh he you know, he won summer league MVP and uh play played great and he proved it. But uh I still think 
I I still think he by the by the start of the season he'll have a he'll have a shoe deal with a company. No. No, <laughs> I don't know. It's not very often. I don't think. It it usually takes a couple seasons before a shoe deal gets started. I mean, he might start with a small shoe brand, yeah, and then work his way up. But well, he won't have his own signature shoe right off the get go. He'll I mean, just he'll have a a shoe deal. Like, hey, wear our stuff and we'll pay you. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah, like because I could see that happening. Because like um. I think I think Kawhi Leonard. I think I'll, I think he has a brand deal with Nike. I don't think he has his own signature shoe because they when they played in the finals with LeBron, he was le- wearing LeBron's shoes, but he was wearing Nikes, and that's that's what mattered. It didn't matter that it was the LeBrons. I think that's how Westbrook is too. He wears Jordans though. I don't is think he has a signature shoe. No, but he's a Jordan athlete. Yeah, just like Chris Paul is, you know. But mm-hmm. anyways. Uh, is there anybody else you want to talk about? The one guy that's standing out to me the most is probably Dennis Smith. Yeah. He, wow. Dude, that guy's got hops. That guy's crazy. I was watching some of his videos that the Dallas Mavericks put on Instagram, and it's just warm-up dunks. You know, it's not in-game dunks or anything like that, but, man, that guy's got some hops. He's only 6'3". Yeah. Not very tall, but he can. And then uh, did you see the? there was one highlight where he, he missed the dunk. But he was gonna jump over. I don't remember who. He was at he least six ten. Yeah. Something like try to jump over him, and it would have been a huge dunk if he if he would have landed or made it. Obviously, but I honestly think Jason Tatum. He got. I don't think he. I think he should have been summer league first team. He made summer league second team, which I thought he started out the summer league great. He just his team didn't do all the greatest. Yeah. And. I, I don't understand. I See, don't. I, I don't. I don't know who Jason Tatum is. Like I know he he plays with the Celtics, right? He got drafted like, from Duke. The Duke yeah, third third pick. Oh, see, I didn't follow any of that. I don't really follow college basketball or anything like that. I. Well, being a Duke fan, I thought you'd. Well, I'm not <laughs> a. I'm not a a Duke fan. <laughs> I mean, I am, but. It's more casual than anything. I also like uh, Caleb Swanigan or Swanigan. I don't know. Don't know the pr- huh? correct pronunciation. No, <laughs> uh, he drafted by the Blazers. I think number twenty overall, and he came out of Purdue. And his life story is pretty, pretty sad. I think he grew up homeless, and he was very, very obese when he was a kid. And then he got into junior high. He's still pretty obese, and he started working hard. He's still fairly big in high school, but started losing that weight and got D1 offer from Purdue. And he might have went to a small college. I'm not sure, but he went to Purdue, had a great season at Purdue, got into the tournament. Now, now he's playing for Portland, which is my favorite team, so I hope he, his story still continues. So, yeah. I've been hearing rumors about uh, C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard reaching out to Melo. Think think Melo will bite? No. Well, it it all depends. Like whatever Houston has to offer to the Knicks, because Houston's really working on. But they have to give up some key players. I think Trevor Ariza. You know. Yeah. Well, they just they just got Chris Paul. You think Chris Paul and James Harden and Melo? That's a lot of star power. That's a lot of cash. Yeah, it is. But 
I think it could possibly happen if Houston doesn't want to go with the deal because yeah. they'd be giving up key players that help them on defense. Ariza is yeah. a good rebounder, defensive player, but then again, Melo is also an All Star. You know, yeah. well he's Can, gonna he's gonna he's gonna be a top contract guy. He's gonna be that twenty five million, twenty four million a year, whatever it is for the cap. Just yeah. like, just like Wade, just like Le- uh, LeBron, Steph, those guys. And I think Portland has the cap room for it. I I would love to see Carmelo <laughs> Anthony come to Portland because <laughs> they got. Portland was lacking of a center this year, and I think they did good by drafting Swanigan. He, I think he'll be a power forward or a center. But they need the small forward game coming around, yeah. and picking up Carmelo Anthony would help because their backcourt's good. They got C.J. McCollum. They were, yeah. I think they were ranked number one this year as backcourt. So, really, even with Steph and Clay on Golden State, statistically, yeah. Oh, really? Because mm-hmm. they had well. Clay didn't average as much a game as CJ, I don't think. Oh. So. Oh, well, that's, that, I guess that, yeah. And then there's John Wall, Bradley Beal. They're good, too. Yeah. But they're not They're not finals. No. They're not playoff. Just. John Wall's not, John Wall's not the, the, the playoffs guy. I mean, he's, he's a star in Washington, but you send him to, you send him to LA, you send him to Phoenix. Send him to Minnesota. He's not going to be the guy that gets you to the play. You know. Speaking of Minnesota, what about Jimmy Butler? <laughs> Them guys, Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, that <coughs> be interesting to see this year. I I don't know that. I don't know those guys or how well they know each other. If they've ever played together, like in a U.S. Team USA type setting or anything like that. But you know. They'll be a scary team. I mean, somebody's got to take down Golden State. Golden State shooting the shooting the lights out, and you know they're trying to. I think they're trying to do it with size and physicality because those both of those, all the trades that Minnesota has made in the off season is for big guys. I mean, they're they're sizable, but they can shoot. You know, they're physical players. So, <laughs> yeah. Well. For anybody to take down Golden State, I honestly think my number one team to take down Golden State is probably San Antonio. Oh, yeah. San Antonio. I like Oklahoma City. I like... Well, I mean, Oklahoma City just got Paul George. I so. like Houston. Houston's yeah. a decent team to take them down. Well, the West is just stacked. Minnesota will be good this year. They'll take probably Portland or Utah's spot. Yeah. And... Who else? Well, it'll be. You think LA will be in the conversation? Lakers? Yeah. Mm. I don't think they're going to be there. If they are, they're going to be a number eight seed. Yeah, it's going to be like a bubble team type yeah. deal where they're fighting for it at the end of the year. Now the Pelicans, they're going to step up this year. They just picked up Rondo and Boogie, Demarcus Cousins. Well, they, yeah, they've had DeMarcus Cousins, right? Well, yeah, but they got a mid-season last year, so, I mean, oh yeah, it wasn't like – I think they'll be a playoff contending team. Anthony Davis will step up. Yeah. Well, the the East is like who's going to take down LeBron. 
you know, and there's and there's not really. I mean, Boston is making a run at it, but you really think they're gonna do anything to take them down? The West is the West is gonna be the conference to watch. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be that way for the next decade at least. Yeah, but none of these other teams seem like they're willing to shell out the cash for it. A lot of them have players that are locked into huge contracts that don't deserve the huge contracts. You know, and they can't get rid of <laughs> they can't get rid of the uh the cap space. Uh. I Yeah, the Western Conference is going to be a lot so it's going to be fun to watch cuz there's going to be Honestly, there's going to be a lot of all-star busts. Yeah. And like, like just like it was last year. There was a couple busts last year. Marcus All, I th- I know. Actually, I'm not for sure. Damian Lillard didn't make it last year, and he definitely should have. But I don't. That's oh, me for, being a Portland fan. Yeah, but for all, are you talking about for all-star, all-star game? Yeah. But it's it's going to be so stacked that. You know they're gonna have to have like a a West A and a West B and a West C yeah. team. You know, and they're all they're all capable of beating the East. <laughs> yeah, because they were. I saw a, a thing on Instagram that Sports Center posted. It was like uh, the West, the whole Western Conference spent something like one point eight billion dollars on trades and uh, free agency acquisitions, and the East spent. Like nine hundred and forty-six million, something like that, and they only have three all stars. There's LeBron and Isaiah, Go- Isaiah Gordon Hayward, and, and well, and he wasn't even in that little graphic that they showed. Really? Yeah, he wasn't. But he, I mean, he should have been. He's, I mean, he won uh, most improved player or whatever at the NBA awards, but. They're not that that level that like that Steph and Clay and uh like uh Tony Park like all this talent in the West, uh, I'm drawing a blank. James Harden. Did you say Westbrook already? I was gonna say Westbrook. I t- I said James Harden instead and then then Chris Paul joining them. And I don't know. The, a lot of people were speculating like, hey, he's not gonna share the ball. They're not going to share the ball with each other, and they said the same thing about um, Steph and Clay, or I mean Steph and Durant. Yeah, that's what I meant. Those two and Durant, mm-hmm. and Durant was averaging thirty points a game, damn near. I think Steph was twenty-four this yeah, year, and Clay was like eighteen, something like that. Yeah, I would take that sacrifice any day. You know, who helps him out a lot too on the defensive end is Draymond Green. I oh, mean, yeah. he's up. I'm personally not a fan of him, but his style of play. He's not out there for the points, which he'll he's going to score, but yeah. he's not out there to well, I need to be averaging 35 a game. I'm, yeah. That's well, not, he's not he's not Shaq. He's you know, not yeah. there. He's he's wanting to just to help his team win and he mm-hmm. wants he, he doesn't care if he has to do a triple double off of steals and mm-hmm. rebounds and blocks and yeah. no well, points, it don't matter. I watched uh it was called the shop, and I think it was like a NBA extra deal or whatever. But they're all sitting in a barber shop. He's like him, and two chains, the rapper, and LeBron was there, 
and a couple other people. I don't remember who else, co- uh, like a couple coaches. And they were talking about there's some people in the NBA that don't know how to play the game of basketball. There's people, there's people that only do one thing. Like they'll, they'll do that one thing, but they'll do it better than everybody. And Draymond is at, on the defensive end. He plays defense, but he plays it better than everybody at his position. And that's the one thing that he focuses on. He doesn't need 30 points a game. See, that's what makes a great player out of Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. It's because he's a defensive player candidate every year. Yeah. And on top of that, this year he was a candidate for MVP because he's, you know, he's getting 30-point games, 40-point games, stuff like that, leading his team. I mean – they were beating Golden State in Game One of the semi or the excuse me the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. And didn't he? He got hurt. He right? got hurt. Yeah. Didn't he? People rolled? saying Zaza. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that. I don't know, but they were winning by twenty at half, and then Golden State came back and won. But that shows how, how big of a factor he is. How important he is. Yeah. Um. I was gonna say uh, about Kawhi. Oh, or actually the the MVP race. I heard Colin Coward say that Russell Wilson. Westbrook. Yeah, I ke- I ke- I always do that. <laughs> I always do that. I always say I always say Wilson when I mean Westbrook and Westbrook when I mean Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> I always do that's it. That's right. I did it on my last set of podcasts before I deleted them, but. Russell Westbrook, he was saying that Russell Westbrook got a sympathy vote as MVP because Durant left him and we should all feel bad for him and he uh, he wasn't he wasn't as valuable as like LeBron was because because he all he did was average a triple double. He didn't help his team teammates get a double double every night or get, you know, or get raise their numbers too. You know what I mean? He they he didn't close out as many games as as a team. It was all him. Is what I'm trying to say, I guess. But well, what did Kobe Bryant do? Well, he's only got two MVPs. What did Allen Iverson do? What did, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. it's not, it, how could he average 10 assists a game if he's not using his teammates? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I disagree with him on that because I don't, without Russell, I think, I didn't think they would, he was hurt a couple games this year, I think. I don't, I, actually, I'm not sure. But he, that was, that was one of Colin Cowherd's arguments. Is because he doesn't think he thinks that LeBron James got snubbed out of another regular season MVP. But he's notoriously a LeBron lover, but so am I. You know, but I am too. But he, uh, I would I would sort of agree, because the media, the media votes for MVP, not the fans. Or, uh, to my knowledge, the the media picks. But 
they wrote a whole bunch of stories about how Kevin Durant's a traitor and a ring chaser, and it's, it's true. And then they say, oh, we should feel bad for him because his best friend left him and won a ring, and he did it. And, you know, it, just a... Just a a sad argument or a bad argument, I guess. Not 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 to knock on Russell we- Russell Westbrook <laughs> at all, but I'd have to I'd have to pull up the podcast again to listen to it. But there was something about him. I mean, it, and there's videos of it going around on Facebook too, where he he says he gets a sympathy vote. Just because of that, and I don't, <laughs> I don't really have a, an opinion on it. I mean, uh, I think it was mostly mostly regarded to how he he wasn't actually like helping his team out. Like, well, kind of like w- like when he com- like staff. when he would come out of the games, it didn't affect the score as greatly as like when LeBron comes out or like when Steve Nash won MVP a couple of times his his plus minus wasn't as good as those two you know what i mean the like Steve like when when uh Steve like when Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire and Sean Marion were all playing in Phoenix together they when Steve Nash would come off the floor and it was Amari and Sean Amari Stoudemire's numbers dropped significantly, and then when they would come, when he would come back on the floor, I mean, he was right back to scoring again. I mean, he would go 10, 12 minutes without scoring points, and Steve Nash would come back on the floor, and and he would just get on a hot streak again. And Russell Wils- Russell Westbrook didn't have that effect, I guess. That was part of his argument. What do you think about that? Well, I I saw on ESPN a stat of Russell Westbrook going off the floor and then Russell Westbrook going on like on the floor. Yeah, it's plus minus. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd say if they were if it's enough to talk about it, then it's it's efficient. It's like LeBron's or like Steve Nash's. I if it's enough to talk about it, then yeah, it affects his team. It affects Steven Adams or Oladipo or you know whoever he was getting the numbers to, but I just, I don't, I just think, I think the fact that giving him the MVP because his friend left him is stupid. I don't think, that's not, that's pointless. Like, that's not, I don't think Adam Silver would allow that to happen. Yeah. And Adam Silver was the one, just based on him saying like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna make the All Star game better. We're not gonna let them lollygag. We're not we're gonna let them be a real game. And in, not to the full extent of them playing their hearts out like it's an NBA championship, but not a goof around session, you know. Yeah. And I don't feel like him. I feel like him saying that would make him think, well, we're just not gonna give. We're just gonna give Russell Westbrook the MVP because okay. Kevin. Uh, I found I found the video, and I'll play it real quick and see if we can get it. Oh. Show two and a half men. That's a good show. 
two and a half men. Charlie Sheen, John Cryer, very good show. I think it was on for like 10 to 15 years. Wildly pop popular, wildly profitable. You know, John Cryer won an Emmy the year after Charlie Sheen left. It's the only time he was ever nominated for the lead actor, and he won it. Was he really the best lead actor? No, John Cryer had to deal with Charlie Sheen's madness. So voters said to him, even though the show's ratings were going down, it was a sympathy vote. For a talented guy, John Cryer, who has a terrific reputation as a wonderful person and a terrific actor. But it was a sympathy vote. And tonight, Russell Westbrook, who had the second most turnovers in 40 years, shot 42.5%, is incredibly difficult to play with. Who, by the way, the guy he guarded had the most uncontested jumpers of any other player in the league, will win the MVP because that mean old Kevin Durant left him. Yeah, a guy, a point guard, shooting 42% who can't hit threes in a three-ball league, watched next year, much like John Cryer the following year, not nominated. Yeah. <laughs> so that was his That was his argument. I, I completely disagree <laughs> with that. Like, just because using his off his bad stats, like, his most uncontested shots he allows and well it's I mean, just not it's not sufficient to the mvp race they don't use that stat to okay well this stat affects him enough that he can't win mvp because he has the most uncontested shots allowed in the league <laughs> that that affects him yeah well i mean that just that 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 would speak to him not playing defense how is james harden in the mvp race yeah he's the worst he's he is the worst defender in the league right now, and how is he in the race? He Point. led his team. Yeah, point he, scoring. He almost averaged a triple double. He, I think he yeah. had, I think he was two assists off of averaging a triple double this year. Yeah, or he might have been two rebounds. I'm not sure, hmm. but I, I think if you can average a triple double and beat Oscar Robertson's triple double score, that's Magic Johnson even said was untouchable. That's insane. That's an MVP basketball player. That's, I feel like he deserves it. I've, even Kevin Durant said that guy worked his butt off. <laughs> yeah. He worked He worked hard and he didn't say, well, he won it because I left him. <laughs> he won it, yep. Yeah. He didn't say that. I think. I think that they're... I don't think they're friends. I don't think they're as close as they were, but I think they respect each other as players or as professionals. You know what I mean? So that they, uh, the argument for it, I guess, is like silly. Maybe I mean I, I don't totally disagree. It's a good argument. Yeah, I don't totally disagree with any what he said, but I, I like Colin Coward. You do. Yeah, I, I don't like I don't like Skip Bayless. <laughs> I don't uh, like Skip Bayless either. <laughs> That's the only guy I don't really like. I respect I respect Colin Coward's opinion, but uh, anyways, enough about Russell Westbrook. <laughs> uh, I gotta make sure I say that right. Uh, 
let's do no, we already talked about Jimmy Butler. Do you think Paul do you think Paul George is gonna have a huge effect? Or is he just gonna be another Steven Adams? Uh I think he'll help. I think they'll be a, a maybe a fifty win team. Is he is, are they uh are they in the race? For what? The For playoffs. Oh yeah. Top eight team? Oh yeah. Um I don't think they're going to be a top three team. I think Houston, I think Houston, San Antonio. Let's do this. State. Let's do this. Out of the West, give me your top ten or top top eight for your playoffs. I'm gonna like just going like from one, one to, to eight. From one to eight. Who's who's in the playoffs this year? I'm gonna go Golden State, San Antonio, if Kawhi State. It it just all depends if they stay healthy. Yeah, we're just right now, beginning of the season. Everybody stays healthy. Prediction: Who's in the playoffs right now? I'm going to go with Golden State, San Antonio, Houston. I like, for the fourth seed, I like Oklahoma City. Mm. For the fifth, either, that's a tough one between, Memphis didn't lose any of their guys. They didn't lose Marcus Hall or nobody like that, did they? I don't think so. I think Memphis will be like, Okay, forget about Memphis. We'll go number five. We'll probably say, like, I'm going to go with Minnesota. I like Minnesota this year. They picked up Jeff Teague, elite point guard. Yeah. Um, six. Also out of the East. <laughs> yeah. Six. I, I feel like I'm missing teams here, but I like I like the Pelicans. I like Anthony Davis and Boogie. Are they an Eastern team? Nope. They're a West team. Uh and I like uh, Rondo, helping the big guys out. Uh, seven. See, that's a bubble team. That's probably going to be Memphis. Memphis. Uh, then eight is another bubble team. It'd be, if, it depends if Carmelo goes to Portland. I'd say Portland would be number eight. But I, I still think Portland is going to be number eight. They're that, a good bu- bubble that, team. Uh, is that a unbiased opinion or is that a they're, they're fan? Just, is that a fan? <laughs> it's un, it's it's unbiased because usually, I mean, the year before they were number eight. I think last year they were six. Okay, I just got on. Uh, this is from last year, and uh, well, I don't know. It's on NBA.com right now. I just looked at the how they have it listed, and it says Golden State number one, San Antonio number two, Houston. L.A., Utah, Oklahoma City, Memphis, Portland. See, I took L.A. and L.A. could be a bubble team this year. That's that's the Clippers. That's yeah, not, yeah. The Clippers, I think, could be a bubble team this year. Utah, with Gordon Hayward leaving, that's that's a hard. That's, and then and then they have Denver at number nine and New Orleans at ten. I feel like. New Orleans being at number ten that last year is because I feel like they didn't they didn't get their team chemistry together. I didn't. No, they only won thirty four games. They didn't play very yeah, well no, so. together. But I think the Rondo pickup will be help if Rondo can get along with the coach, well, not be an attitude. Well, who's the who's the Pelicans coach? Do you know? No. No. It's not anybody in the. It's not well because. His old coach Thibodeau is in Minnesota now. 
I think that's no. Thibodeau didn't ever. He never coached him. I don't. Not at Chicago. No. No. Who's the guy? Uh, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy. Yeah, Butler. but who's Rondo and Jimmy Butler played together? Yeah, right? but Jimmy Butler got coached by Thibodeau when they went to the playoffs and played against the Cavs, and they had Derrick Rose and. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. That this is just from last year's standings. This is that like how <coughs> this is how everybody finished out because yeah, this was just their their league standings. This wasn't like by a rank or anything like that. This is from uh, officialNBA.com. It it was the the last the last uh, end of the season ratings regular season because they had. Boston at number one, and Boston just had a better record than Cleveland. But I honestly think some people were saying that Cleveland bombed the number one spot so they wouldn't have to play um, Chicago, and yeah. then they play Indiana instead because Indiana is their rival. Well, not that it's just that they're fairly an easier team to play against than Chicago, which it doesn't say that statistically, but is Boston better than Cleveland? <laughs> no. Though, like <laughs> they're a lot smaller than Cleveland and they played good, but they there's no way if even if they somehow miraculously beat Cleveland, if they would have. And I don't think they will this year either, but if they would have last year, they're out the next round. I mean, a sweep, four four games. Because I think they would have spent all their energy on Cleveland and it wouldn't have ended well for them. Yeah, it depends on how the series goes. Because uh-huh. if they were to beat Cleveland in a round in, in, in a series, it'd, it'd be, I would say most likely like 95% chance it'd go to a seven-game series. Yeah. And when they wouldn't have much time. Yeah, they'd be they'd be tired. They'd be they wouldn't make. I don't know if they'd make the finals. <laughs> they'd get they'd get. I would I would even say and that's just my opinion that they get swept in four games in the conference finals. It's just my opinion. I, yeah, but or in the NBA finals. Yeah, like Golden State. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah. Do you think uh, – I guess I didn't hear anything about it. Do you know anything about Blake Griffin if he re-signed? Yep. Did he re-sign? Five, five-year, $180 million deal, $200 million, I think. Five years, $180 million? Holy shit. I think James Harden got – James Harden got paid. He got $238 million, I think. I think it was somewhere in there Yeah. for four or five years. Yeah, he got paid. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it's a good deal. He deserves it. Yeah. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, don't we all? <laughs> yeah. I work hard, damn it. <laughs> this podcasting ain't easy. <laughs> oh, man. No. Uh, should we move on to the topic of college basketball, or should we stay on the NBA? Sure, if you want to. I don't yeah. care. If you got stuff to say, then say it. I, you got I any more stuff to say about the NBA? Not really, not unless we get back to talking about it. But if you if you got stuff to say about college basketball, well, I'll I'll, I'll try to keep up with you. It's I, not really call it like I like the 
it's not really about the college basketball. It's going to be this next year's class coming up, this 2017 class going in their freshman year. I want to talk about some teams like Missouri. Yeah. They have a decent class. Uh, I'll have to Google it real quick. But they had Michael Porter Jr., which was the number one high school player yeah. in the 2017 class. See, I don't, I don't know anything about this. So if you got, if you have something you want to say or something, you know, you want to elaborate on or talk about, and I'll, I'll try my best to add on to it. But I, I don't know anything about this. Um, trying to find it. I know there's a few all American. I think there's a couple all Americans, like different, like I think maybe Ball's Life or Pangos All American Camp or. I know Porter Jr. He's a he's a uh, ball is life All American. Yeah. And and always excuse me. He's a McDonald's All American, not a ball is life. Yeah. I didn't think. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't think ball is life has an All American ranking, do they? Oh yeah. They? Oh. they had a ball. They had a ball. Like they had an All American game. Oh, do they? Um, Colin Sexton. I don't know if you know him or not. He was him and Jalen Hands went at it, and they're both elite point guards in the country. Jalen Hands going to UCLA with LeAngelo Ball and uh, be dangerous. They'll be pretty good. <laughs> uh, Colin Sexton going to Alabama. I don't know why he signed with them, but he, <laughs> I mean, maybe he liked the campus. You know, it's not all about how prestigious the school is at basketball. It could be, yeah. it could be close to his home. I don't know where he's from, but um, yeah, I like him and I like. I like Jalen Hands. He's like they're calling him the Russell Westbrook 2.0. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's see the only the only players that I know it and I don't even know his his name. I think you said it earlier, Sharif or something. Sharif O'Neal. He's yeah. He's 2018. Oh, is he? Him and Shaq's son, and then Bull that, Bull. Well, I, see, I didn't even know about that one, I, but uh, you said it, and then I've I've seen a video on him, but. Uh, and then that Zion Williams, and he just blows up the internet every time he jumps out of the jumps off the ground. He blows up the internet. So, I <laughs> if you watch his state championship game, he is bigger than everybody. Mm-hmm. So that means the conference they play in is not. I hear is not very tough. It's like kind of like our three A. Oh yeah, it would be like Wyoming's three A, but I think it's yeah. not a very tough conference. And he went off for 50 points or something in that game, 56. In a state championship state, game? Yeah. <laughs> went off, yeah. Oh, man. And he's playing, now he's playing AAU basketball for SC Supreme, and they're good. But they don't they don't win a lot just because he's kind of a standout on their team. Yeah. They're just not – they're not all standout players. They're not all recruits. Yeah. Or Williamson's kind of the only one. And yeah. they played against – the best, one of the best teams in the country, the AAU teams, and they're called Game Elite, and they lost. I think they got beat pretty bad, like by eighteen. They get, they, they get beat, uh, beat. But that's when Zion Williamson had one of the craziest blocks of his game, of his yeah. career. He jumped up with two hands and just pinned it against the board. Yeah. And, and that one kid was trying to dunk on him, and he. Did they get beat as bad as uh, Levar Ball's team did? <laughs> When they, they, I don't know who they played, but they lost by like forty points. Do you remember seeing that? Was that his uh, rec? 
his old man league team or no the his AAU team that he coaches oh or yeah they got beat bad oh yeah <laughs> the big ballers they're they're a good team uh I we played against a team that beat them by I want to say ten yeah. they're called the Colorado Miners and they're a elite team in Colorado they're yeah. They're not all that big either. I think their tallest guy is like six seven. Yeah. And being a small team from Wyoming, we got beat by twenty, but they were making us tired, running and gun. They're so athletic and just all around better athletes. Yeah, I mean we we weren't running our plays very well, we weren't running our motion, we weren't sprinting back on defense, but even if we were sprinting back on defense, we were wasting all of our energy trying to keep up with them using half of their energy. Yeah. So, <laughs> and big ballers play good against them, but. So when you go, when you do this summer ball stuff, you get to go to a lot of AAU tournaments and see this stuff? or No, you, I see most of them on the internet. Oh. But some of the teams we play, I'll see them playing against big teams. Yeah. And it's kind of cool, actually, because you can say, oh, I played against that team, and yeah. we're just some small-town team, you know? But Yeah. Um, so, but did, you were telling me, you actually did you actually get to see, or was that an, another internet deal where you got mm-hmm. to see the ball, brother, ball Brothers play? I know you said you saw Lonzo play uh, live or whatever. Yep. Did, but did you see the other two, or was that on the internet? No, I saw the other two. They were, so... During our school season, going, I was going to be, or I'm, I was a sophomore. I'm going to be a junior this year. Uh, we went down to Vegas in December, sometime like right after Christmas, and what we no, it was before Christmas, excuse me. And we went down there for a Tarkanian Classic, and it's a very, very big tournament. A lot of California teams, Nevada, Colorado teams come down there, and it, it's a fun tournament. And all the teams stay at the Orleans. Well, one of the big semifinal games for the tournament, they were playing in the Platinum Division. We were playing in the Gatorade. Yeah. And there was like seven different divisions. divisions. Yeah. And we we wanted to watch. We we had nothing to do. We weren't playing this day. Yeah. So it was on a Monday, I think. And the Chino Hills was playing Roosevelt in or- the Orleans Arena that night, I think, and watched LaMelo Ball, and you can see in our highlight, uh, one of his highlight films, actually, you can see our whole team sitting behind this bench. But oh, yeah. <laughs> when they were introducing him, it was pretty cool. But um, he, him, they're, they were fun to watch, but they're, their offense is very predictable, very, very predictable. Yeah. It's high outlet pass to LaMelo. And it's either a fast break pitch to Leangelo on the post and let him go to work, yeah. Or it's a quick, it's a quick pull up three with Lamelo or high ball screen with that Okung Wu kid. Yeah. So there's not there's there's not a whole lot of versatility. It's just a no. And then their spread out two three zone is not very good. I mean, <laughs> they, if they go on the if they let the other team go on the paint, they're not gonna have very much luck because they got that 610 kid in the yeah and but chino hills doesn't have to play that much defense because they can score so well yeah and it that's what gets them in some games though is they don't score and then well like that that game that he went off for 
was it like 92 or yeah. something like that? Uh, he cherry-picked 22 of them. Yeah, well, that, and uh, he got put on his butt that one game. That one kid crossed him up bad. That wasn't that wasn't a playoff game, though. That wasn't a... Well, that was in the 92-point game, It was. Right? I think. I'm pretty sure it was in the same highlight reel. Was the kid wearing a yellow jersey? Uh, I can't remember. I just know that... Yeah. He's not... He gets... He got crossed up bad by that one kid. I, I don't know who it was or what team they were playing. I just saw it on Facebook, and it was a big, big caption. Lamello, uh, I think his name, gets crossed up. or No, who's the kid with the the weird hair? The, the yellow hair? Yeah. That's Lamello. Is it? Yeah. He got crossed up bad. I just remember seeing that on all over Facebook. and it, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but, but he, did, he did. I think what happened was he got crossed, and he knew it. So he like kind of slid. So he did like fell to the floor and slid. So he didn't hurt himself. You know what I mean? Like some kids push off the floor so they don't mm-hmm. like bi- bind up their ankles or whatever. Which is smart. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I I think with him doing that, it made it look it worse. looked bad. Yeah, it made it look worse than it was because he did fall. I mean, even even the best players get crossed. I mean, well, um. Yeah, speaking of you saying best players get crossed, look at Michael Jordan. He got crossed up by Iverson. And <laughs> yeah. That was – when I saw that, I wasn't even born when that play happened. But no. <laughs> that was – when I watched that on YouTube, it was the greatest – I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Well, and the the best thing about that is you you listen to Iverson talk about it, and he still gives credit to Michael Jordan because he'll say – he says, I crossed him up to see. I, I just gave him like a little baby cross to see if he would bite on it, and he did. So I hit him with it again, and he bit hard on it. And when I went up to jump, and he still almost blocked my shot. I almost didn't get my shot off. And you watch that film, and it, it looks like he has plenty of time, but when you're in the moment right there, and he's coming at you, I'm sure it looks like he's centimeters from blocking that ball. But he was you know, still a good foot away. It just feels like. Yeah, I mean, you're in the moment and you're playing with your hero. I mean, if if you if you were out if you were at the rec center right now, and LeBron James just walked in, and you crossed him up, let's say, by some magical move. <laughs> yeah, you 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 crossed him up, and you shot that. And he was coming. He was coming at you full speed after he regained himself, and you let go of that ball. And here comes his hand, and it probably wouldn't. It, it would probably look like it was a lot closer to you, because when you when you play with your heroes or play with somebody that you look up to, up to everything in your mind is exaggerated. It's not because you've seen the stuff they've done before, and yeah, and you know you know. I mean, you 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 just look across the room and you're like, that's LeBron James. You know, you're whispering. You don't say, that's LeBron James. You don't <laughs> yell at a, you know. You're like, that, that's LeBron James right there. And you're whispering, with you, you know. And, and people have that uh, kind of effect on you, and you get to play with them. You can play with your childhood hero. Uh, I'm sure the moment is so much bigger in your mind than what actually, what actually happens. Yeah. And with Lonzo going to the NBA, he was – I like – I mean – I became a fan of uh, – people are going to say, oh, I'm a bandwagon, stuff like that. <laughs> I don't care. But uh, <laughs> honestly, 
I kind of became a fan of UCLA this year just because of Lonzo Ball. Yeah. I like watch. I after I watched him play in Vegas at the T-Mobile Center, and they had that Vegas Classic or whatever. They were playing Ohio State. Yeah, that he was fun to watch. I mean, what watching his step back, his shot's so unique. He brings it from the side, and yeah, I just does, I liked him. He was cool. I liked watching him play. This is, I guess I haven't really watched that much film on him, but when he lets that when he lets the ball go. Does it still go in over end, or is it yep. kind of like a kick kicked over? No, it because he he has his hand like perpendicular perpendicular with the ball, and it's still on line. Yeah, on but because I know I knew uh, a kid that I played with that uh, he would let the ball go, and it would spin like almost almost sideways, like uh, not like. End over end, it would spin like it was kind of off centered. Yeah, like, kind of like a tilted shot, and you could see it when the when he would let the ball go, but it would go in. I mean, he was a good shot, but it was just the most unorthodox. Yeah, I don't know if it's because he had his hand and his wrist cocked over or what, but he would let that ball go, and it would just spin kind of sideways. That's how Lamelo's shot is. Yeah, because he, he brings his elbows out like this and kind of like I think he <laughs> I it looks like he uses two hands. Yeah. But I think he only uses one, and he kind of flicks like that. Yeah. So it kind of brings that angled spin to the ball. Yeah. But, I mean, I can't diss on his shot. He's a <laughs> well, very, yeah, it works. very good shooter. It works. But I watched him, and you don't – people don't realize until they've actually watched him. People don't realize what sh- – excuse my language, but shitty shots he takes. <laughs> Yeah. They're bad. They're horrible. They like I watched him do a bunch of between the leg moves and step back and the guy's closing out right on him and he shot it way up in the air and it wasn't <laughs> even close to the rim. He wasn't even close. But when he does hit that shot, that's a the best shot ever. Yeah. But when he takes it and he's come not even close, who <laughs> shoots that shot? <laughs> you know, I mean yeah. I honestly think he had to have some guts to shoot that half quarter. Because if yeah. he would have missed it, like, what are you doing, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, well, he would have been a, the butt of a lot of jokes, I think. It would have been talked about for – but at the same time, it would only have been talked about for maybe five minutes. And then it's like, ah, he's still a good player. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't have been like, ah, you missed a half-court shot because you were cocky, ha, 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 you know, and then it's worldwide news for a week. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, you missed a shot. Well, you still won by 20 points, so I guess can't knock you too bad. <laughs> well, people say that. People will say, like, LaMelo Ball, he, he's a ball hog and his defense sucks. Yeah, I agree with his dad. He said his defense is not very good. But <laughs> if you think about it, though, ESPN has him at recruit right now. His his rank is number eight. And he's only – he's a – they have him listed on there as six two, but he's I think he's actually like six four. Oh yeah. And he he's a guard and he's skinny and he's but well, he's all of them bomb brothers are like that though. They're real they're real lanky. They're, they're skinny, skinny and got real long arms and except Leangelo. Yeah, I well I don't have I, you ever seen pull up a picture of Leangelo right now and look at that guy. <laughs> he's stacked. He's big. He looks right. like a football player. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, oh, second, the second option on Google. I I typed in L I A N. Leangelo. 
Yep, and it was the second option. So he's pretty pop. Oh yeah, I've seen this guy before. He's big boy, isn't he? Yeah, he's well. He's a lot. He's a lot better. He's muscular. He's a lot more filled out than uh, Lamelo and Lonzo. Yeah, Lonzo's athletic. He just needs. He's a lean, lean guy. He's lean strength. Yeah, and that's how Lamelo's gonna be too. He's gonna be lean now. Leangelo, on the other hand, he's a brick house. He's yeah. a bulldozer. That guy. He's pretty big. I saw him in the lobby in Vegas, and he's tall too. He's not short. He's tall and he's big. Yeah. Well. I mean, look at this. This is from BallsLife.com. Look at his arms. Lonzo's don't look like that. Or Lamella. <laughs> but it's not – it just goes to show it's not all about having who's the strongest guy on the court. Oh, yeah. And who's the most athletic guy on the court. Because Lamelo Ball is not – he's athletic, but he's no, like, Zion Williamson. He's not – But He's not a dunker. He, no, he can barely dunk. I mean, he – I. I've seen him a couple of videos. He's gotten up and threw him down, but you don't see him doing it in the game or nothing. But uh, and he's not he's not an above the rim player. And I don't know if I don't know that any of the Ball brothers, except for maybe Lonzo. Yeah, and he he's not necessarily going to be that way for his career. I mean, he he'll probably have the capability, but he's gonna be. I bet he's gonna be a pass first guy. Lonzo. Yeah, Lonzo. Yeah, I liked. I like his vision. I yeah. like it a lot. Yeah. He'll be a a John Stockton type guy. Yeah. Jason Kidd type guy. Which then again he's also six six. Can yeah. shoot the ball really well. I mean, it's ugly shot, but still. Yeah. Whatever you it gotta do in. to go make it go in, it don't matter. <laughs> yeah. He could he could put it between his feet and do a front flip for all I care. <laughs> if he's a sufficient <laughs> shooter then <laughs> Yeah. And before you know it, that's gonna—that's probably how they're gonna be playing the game. Yeah. Well, you can't—you can't shoot it with your hands. That's too easy. <laughs> Bump it up with your elbows. <laughs> uh, oh, that's funny. Uh, you think? Um, did we talk about Markel Fultz? Oh no, we didn't. And the Sixers. We need to talk uh, about them. Okay. Ready? Set. Go. <laughs> so, uh, trusting the process here. I like that. I like I like the process because, you know, I mean, yeah, Embiid's been out two years. He just came back for about half a season. And those bigger guys, they're just hard. It's hard on their bodies. It's. I mean, it's like Greg Oden. I mean, he, he only played like 100 games. Something like that. Totally. And I still hate Portland to this day for drafting that guy. Yeah. The biggest <laughs> bust in NBA history. And yeah. Kevin Durant was the second pick, yeah. and we could have had him. Yeah. But no, he might have went to Golden State too after <laughs> playing in Portland. But <laughs> anyway, back to I think they had a good pickup with JJ Reddick because now they got a sufficient shooter on their team with. Markel Fultz being their elite guard, Ben Simmons. Wait, they picked up J.J. Redick? Mm-hmm. Oh, because he was – I just saw a story about him playing some Chinese league, and he was killing it. He might have been. Yeah. He might have been. But they – he's was. he been playing for the Clippers a long time. Uh, he – after – he didn't play this year, I don't think. Did he? Because well, maybe it was an older story, but he, I know that I know that after he got drafted, 
he went over to Ch- he went over to he's China. He's a veteran. For, yeah, I went. I don't know. He went over to China for a little while, and he was the star of the league over there. And he was talking about how he might not ever leave because he was getting paid, and they were winning. The I don't remember which league it was. It was in China though. Yeah, but he was playing for. I think it was called the Sharks. Shanghai Sharks, something like that. Yeah, and and he was. He was doing really good, but that was um, – that's probably been a year ago since I've seen that video. But anyways, back to the <laughs> – So they'll have a – they keep Markel Fultz. They'll be their elite. I don't think – it It all depends who's going to bring the ball up. I think Ben Simmons is going to bring the ball up, a 6'10". Yeah. He's going to be like another Magic Johnson kind of, I think. Well, isn't – well, Markel is a, full, is a true point, isn't he? I mean, yeah. I didn't, I didn't watch him ben Simmons. Ben Simmons ran the point at LSU – no. And Markel Fultz ran the point at Washington, so they're going to be too sufficient. I think Ben Simmons will be a shooting guard, but because uh, Markel Fultz is, I don't know how tall he is, six four, maybe six. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. I haven't looked. He's you know. fairly small. Yeah, I just know there was a lot of hype about him getting drafted first. And I like, I like seeing on Instagram and Facebook all these videos of Joel Embiid working on his jump shot because that's yeah. going to be helpful for a big man to be able to shoot the ball. Yeah, I, I'd like to see him succeed. He's he's a he's a character. I like I like Joel Embiid. Yeah. yeah, he's he's a character for sure. But, uh, do you think, you think they'll be top five, in the East? No, I don't. I think they'll be a bubble team. I the, don't. Again this year. Yeah, it's I I like seeing Philadelphia come back up because it it was hard. They were they had one of the worst records in NBA history. Not too long ago, and uh, no, they only won like, like six, sixteen games, I think. Not very many. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the out of the out of the East, even with the the talent not being as great, you still you still think they're going to be a bubble team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do, because they're young, and yeah, well. They haven't even played in it. None of them, like J- Embiid has and JJ Redick has, but they 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 haven't played together. Ben Simmons hasn't even played an NBA game yet, and there's Let's Markel Fultz. See where they finished last year. I don't. I think they were, they weren't very high last year. Eastern Conference. Okay. Uh, they were number one, two, three, four, five, six. Number seven. Wait a minute. No. Well, I started looking at it. I started looking at it, and it's... <laughs> it says NBA at the top. Look, right there, it says NBA. You're going to vouch for me for this, because people listening can't see this. It says NBA, right? On top. Why is there the Maple Leafs? Yeah, and exactly. I, it says NBA, but then it goes Celtics, the Montreal Canadiens, the Ottawa Senators, the Toronto Raptors, and it's not even... What is that? <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> and it says NBA. That's weird. That is really weird. Probably because I didn't type NBA when I had to search Eastern Conference. I just threw up a bunch of teams. I just I don't 
I like I like Philadelphia. I think they'll be a, a good team. Milwaukee will be a good team. They're young. Giannis. Who did they pick up in the draft? Do you know? Or did they? Did they didn't draft any like star power? I they? don't know who they picked huh? up. I don't. Let's see. Yeah, I'm not for sure. Huh. Milwaukee's just been one of them teams that I've never followed. Like sometimes, if you if if I was to never watch sports center or anything like that, I probably wouldn't know that they existed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They're they're one of those teams that's like, oh yeah, I forgot they have a team there. There's a team in Milwaukee. I <laughs> yeah. Where is Milwaukee? <laughs> Isn't that in Arkansas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Um, no, they weren't. Yeah, they weren't even in the top. Uh, oh, they were 14 out of 15. The Nets were worse uh, than them this the year. Nets. But the Nets, <laughs> the Nets is a whole other conversation. Yeah, we don't even <laughs> need to talk about them. Let's <laughs> not. I'm not gonna. I, that doesn't even doesn't even uh It's just not. Yeah, no. It's <laughs> like they're not even an NBA team anymore. <laughs> like Alabama could beat them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I thought that was funny that the I was trying to do like the the uh, NFL. NFL the Browns and yeah. Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the the regular. This is just the regular season standings from last year: Boston, Cleveland, Toronto, Washington, Atlanta, Milwaukee, Indiana, and then Chicago was number eight. See, them teams. The teams that are going to be as good as they were last year: Chicago, Indiana, Mil- or no, excuse me, Indiana for Indiana, sure. Indiana, Atlanta is not going to be as good because yeah. they're missing Millsap. He went to Denver. And, Je- and Jeff Teague, right? Jeff Teague, le- Jeff Teague left a season. He wasn't there last season. He was at Indiana last season. Oh, yeah. Uh, see, I didn't know that. Um, I, thought he, I, I always thought he was the Atlanta Hawks. But they I, lost Corver mid-season or yeah, mid-season yeah. last year, and it's just their whole All-Star team just broke up. They're and all then the, to round it out, and nine nine was Miami, followed by Detroit, Charlotte, New York. Orlando, Philadelphia, and then Brooklyn at the bottom. Them teams and are so. Even with their improvement, if everybody stays healthy, you still think they're a bubble team, like like right where I Miami, feel like. Right they where could pot- Now that I've heard all of the teams, I I feel like they could be, they could range anywhere from five to eight. Oh, you think so? Yeah. I I feel like they are going to be a playoff team though. At least at least make it there. Not necessarily win a series, just make it there. Right. Type of deal. No. I think they can win a series actually. I feel like they can. They sh- they're not so, there's just not very well experienced and which yeah. I, that's just an excuse but yeah. So let's say let's say they finish at 8. Based on this is based on last year. If Boston wins again, if Boston wins the wins the conference again, and they finish at eight with the, the roster they have now, do you think they give Boston a run for their money with their size? I think it'd be. 
it's all so hard to predict, but I think I feel like it'd be a six game series. It'd go so. to at least a six game series because I feel like Philadelphia could win two at home. Yeah, but Boston would steal one in Philadelphia. And that's with everybody being healthy, right? Yeah, because without, you take one piece out of there and there's probably not a chance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't. I, you all have to do it based off stats and yeah. it's just, it's all one big mess. It's yeah. like, but at the same time, this is a podcast that nobody listens to, so you could say anything you want. Right? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I think we have thirty uh, followers. Seventy. Seventy actually. now. Oh yeah. You're moving Se- up. Seven, yeah, seventy-two, something like That's that. That's good. You're moving but, up. But uh, speaking of that, follow us on Facebook, Sports Talk with Tyler, or SoundCloud, same name. And or we just added an Instagram page. Don't same be looking name. for me on Facebook either. I'm not going to add any of you guys. <laughs> Well, I didn't say your last name. That's true. I mean, I could put it in the description. Not. <laughs> Why not? Because <laughs> I am but anonymous. Anonymous? Anonymous. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I think, I think we'll just go ahead and wrap it up. But before we do, Mayweather McGregor. Mayweather? <laughs> that's it, huh? Just Mayweather. <laughs> yep. He's going to win. Yep. That's, that's my prediction. Well, for starters, I'm going to go for the guy from USA <laughs> because I'm from USA. I don't want to root from some foreigner. Yeah. Some guy may – people, yeah, he's from the USC, and he's a total hard ass, and he's good, and he's he's lost three fights. He lost one big one to Nate Diaz yeah. and came back and beat him, which that's, that's – well, Did you hear about him getting knocked out? In sparring, mm. he was boxing with some Olympic boxer, and the Olympic boxer put him out cold. Really, McGregor? I can't me- I, yeah, I can't remember the name of him. I have to look it up. But that's with bare fists, isn't it? Sparring? No, sparring. No, they just—it's uh, like a light boxing match, kind of. Like they—he tries to. Uh, his sparring partner will try to imitate Floyd Mayweather, which nobody can do. But he just like tries to imitate his defensiveness, and uh, and then. It's like a real boxing match, but it's not as intense. Like you know, they don't they don't go knock down, drag out. But uh, yeah, my prediction with Mayweather, I just think he's more of a defensive boxer, and his forty nine zero record gets him. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on the show, Tyler. <laughs> no, trying to wrap it up. Don't don't do that. I mean, the dogs are gonna go crazy, but who cares? It's not that big a deal. But. Uh, <laughs> you really think that? Do you think you think he's gonna knock him out? No, no, no. You think Floyd will control the fight, and make it go the distance? Then possibly. It because it all depends that. on how he can use his defensive moves to counter. Because he he does that on he's done that on purpose before. He did that with uh, Marquez fight. Marquez was talking to my. Uh, to my memory, I, it's been a while since I've seen it, but to my memory, he's been, he was talking a bunch of trash about how he's going to knock him out, and then Floyd Mayweather made it go the distance just to prove a point. Hi, Chris. How's it going? 
Floyd Mayweather. Conor McGregor. <laughs> that's going in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and that's our studio guy. Uh, <laughs> His name is Stepdad Chris. <laughs> My real dad, Chris. <laughs> but, uh, no. I, but anyways, that he, he did get knocked out just in a sparring match. And, you know, it's not... They are intense boxing matches, but it's not to the point where, like, hey, I'm going to kill you type like yeah. a prize fight deal. It's just, like, to to simulate the opponent. And that guy was doing it, and he put knocked Flo- or knocked Connor clean, clean out. That ain't and good. No. And you'll never do that with Floyd, because I, I don't even know if Floyd spars. Like, I, I've never seen a video of him, like, sparring with an actual partner. He's, like, got his dad in there, and they're always going through his motions. Or his boxing drills, and then he does, like, body boxing and bag boxing. But I don't think I've ever seen him spar. But he's been fighting since I was in diapers. And definitely probably before you were born. I think his first fight was in, like, 96, something like that. He's been around for a while. Yeah. He's old. 40-something now, isn't he? He's 40, I think. Right on the nose at 40 or 40. 41 or 48. Something, something like yeah. So he's right there. McGregor's well, is still in his 20s. He's 29. Yeah. I want to say. But still. <laughs> uh, are you going to bet on it? I already bet. Who'd you bet? Oh, Chris here. Oh, yeah. What'd you guys bet on it? 20 bucks. Uh, he said that Mayweather knocks him out in the first round. And I said, no way. <laughs> no you're just wrong, Chris. You're just wrong. <laughs> but uh No, I don't think we do have internet yet. It Trace's TV's still not working. So I don't think so. But anyways. We're gonna wrap this up. Just gonna do it for us. We'll uh like always Check us out on Facebook, SoundCloud, at Sports Talk with Tyler. And we just added an Instagram page. I'll try to post on there. I haven't posted on there yet. But uh, if you're listening on iTunes, go ahead and hit the subscribe button in the podcast app. And we will see you later.